Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. There are new diplomatic efforts today to address Russia's attack on Ukraine. The U.S. National Security Advisor meets with China's top diplomat, where he's expected to warn China not to provide assistance to Russia in its invasion. And also fresh talks begin today between Ukraine and Russia. This all comes a day after Russian missiles hit a Ukrainian military base near the border with NATO member state Poland. It's a region where war evacuees from across Ukraine have sought safety. At least 35 people were killed Sunday in that strike on a facility where foreign soldiers, including Americans, had trained in the past. NPR's Lauren Freyer is in the western Ukrainian city of Lviv. Lauren, western Ukraine had mostly been spared from Russian bombardment. Are there fears that the war may be widening now? Yeah, well, we just spent five hours in the basement in a bomb shelter this morning, if that's any indication. Air raid sirens are going off pretty constantly here, a huge increase from past days. Um, these are airstrikes in the West, but Russian ground forces are still believed to be hundreds of miles away from here. So we're hoping this is not a new front in a in a ground war. The latest airstrikes, though, have definitely caused panic in the West of Ukraine. My colleague NPR's Ryan Lucas drove out to where that airstrike hit yesterday, spoke to some panicked villagers, and here's one of them. He's saying everyone is very anxious that anything could happen. Uh, this is an elderly man named Stepan. He didn't want to give his surname. He's clearly frightened. And given how close this Russian strike hit to the Polish border, within 15 miles or so, there are real fears that stray munitions could hit a NATO country and pull other countries into this war. And there's been just such, such just bad news uh, coming out of the southern port city of Mariupol. Uh, what's the latest there? Yeah, so I got through to a city official there this morning, which was surprising because for several days the phones um, haven't worked there. His name is Petro Andrushenko. He says his city is still without electricity, without gas. He told me he personally has one day of food left. And I asked him to look out his window and describe what he sees, and he just kind of groaned. It's absolutely terrible. It's absolutely destroyed now. It's more like ruin from historical movie about World War II, but it's uh, the real time. Now, Andrushenko told me he's hoping to get some civilians out of his city today if the Russian attacks pause, but he said it wasn't safe yet, and I could hear the pounding of artillery behind him as we spoke. Mariupol is also where a maternity hospital was destroyed by a Russian strike last week. There was this devastating photo of a pregnant woman being carried away on a stretcher. It was really one of the worst images so far of this war. And we just got word that that woman has passed away. Meanwhile, fighting is raging across the country. Um, fierce fighting northwest of Kiev this morning. A U.S. journalist was among the civilians killed yesterday in Irpin, another suburb of the capital, Kiev. This uh, latest round of talks today between uh, negotiators from Russia and Ukraine, Lauren, are, are people there hopeful that maybe these could actually lead to some sort of progress uh, in stopping the violence or at least maybe putting it on hold? 
Of course. I mean, there's always hope. Um, but this is the fourth round of talks involving the same negotiators, different format, video format rather than in person. These talks may last two days through tomorrow. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky issued a video early this morning saying he's optimistic for talks. Um, he credited these talks with facilitating some of these humanitarian corridors through which thousands of civilians have been able to evacuate, but thousands and thousands more are still waiting. Um Zelensky also said, quote, we are going through the worst ordeal of our lives. And he said Ukraine is unbreakable. That's NPR's Lauren Freyer in the western part of Ukraine. Lauren, thanks. Thank you. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands. But because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. Moms know the ups and downs of life. It's what makes them great subjects for books. This is one of the things that fiction can do, right? It can give us a window into the battles that each person is waging or facing, but it doesn't mean that we condone her actions. This week on NPR's Book of the Day podcast, we are discussing books centering mothers. So call your mom, then tune into the Book of the Day podcast from NPR. Do you ever wish you could get your stories in three hours rather than three minutes? Or maybe you're sick of doom-scrolling, getting your news in bits and pieces. That is where Embedded comes in. We bring you documentary series that will change the way you think about things. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. 